defenses. Initiate bank protocol. Start that shit. <laughs> I caught that right at the start. That's amazing. <laughs> um, yo, welcome to another episode of Bird Protocol. It's your favorite bird boys, Palm Reader and Otis Morris. And today we are uh, hitting you with a lazy bird because we've got uh, some stuff to do to get ready to go to the cottage next week. Uh, and, uh, and so we thought we would just, uh, share some of our rants, raves, ramblings, all that good stuff. Otis, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing good. Today is day one of 10 of my vacation. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get to sleep in cause like my toilet is, was, I, I believe it is leaking. Uh, my landlord came and they're like, I don't know, this looks like this is a uh, sweating as like toilet sweat i i don't think so but okay maybe that is a thing i don't know i but uh, i just don't want to go away and then come back and have like a giant situation of water and well uh, i mean it's toilets do sweat like that's a real thing yeah like when it's it's you know uh, uh yeah but like i know but the, like that's like you can like just you can feel the moisture on the tank but like this is like a stream of water coming out and then running onto the floor oh well then why didn't they do anything about it because it's not like super serious i guess i don't know i'll eventually it'll get worse and then i'll be like see see this is this is what i was talking about i don't know Renting's yeah. a fucking losing game. Look, it's if just... you're if you're a landlord and you're listening to this, just do your fucking job. Like, just do your job. Like, I don't know, I don't understand what it is, but landlords and superintendents are doing their fucking job what they're paid for. Just do your job. Yeah, I'm fairly certain I know exactly what it is. You just have to drain the water out of the tank and then tighten like the things at the bottom of the tank that connect the tank to the actual like seat itself. So, but I don't have the proper tools. I'm not equipped to do this. I don't have tools. I've lived on my own for so long and I just have acquired some tools, but not the proper tools to perform uh, Miracles. Know, plumbing repairs. Yeah. Even like it's very minor stuff. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. My landlord's an old lady. She's very nice. She's not a problem and she said if it gets worse just let her know but still i I thought that it was worth mentioning and i thought there they should do something about it she's like ah, i don't know sweating and i was like I, I i don't think it is but we'll see we'll see i'll come back in a week and my cats will be swimming in my fucking toilet who knows uh yeah i guess uh i guess it'll be a, a wait and see scenario but yeah. still to me i think you know i Sorry, I guess I'm jaded because I've had so many uh, crazy landlord situations, and it's just like, do your job. Yeah, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir, dog. I've had the the craziest landlord. I think there should be like that should be like a competition show. You know, like Canada's worst driver. There should be like just North America's most unhinged landlord, and it's just. <laughs> 
<laughs> got drunks, meth heads, the crypto bros that don't know what they're doing. Fucking Chinese slumlords from New York and Vancouver. There could be all types of like, this is because you, you could trick these guys. It'd be like a sting operation. It's be like, hey, we're going to bring you in and we're going to document your, uh, your units and we're going to talk and we're going to say and show you like how, why you're such a great landlord and then just do a quick switch like you know the because landlords are just assholes so they'd be like yeah i am the best my job is so tough and then they'd be like see my one land this my one tenant they left garbage i charged them 700 dollars for three bags of garbage i'm a good person i go to bed at night happy well, I remember yeah. one time I was at like, uh, I was, this was years ago, but this is like just an example. I mean, it wasn't even my landlord or somebody else's. I was staying over at a friend's house. We had like gone to Wilfs or something like that. And this was like mm-hmm. before I went to Laurier and, um, and I wound up staying at their house and everybody woke up in the middle of the night because their basement was filling with water. And I mean, and I don't mean filling with water, like, oh, you know, there's like an inch of water on the ground. Like it was like steadily rising. Uh, yeah, you know. it's the abyss. Yeah, it was like, it was going. And we mm-hmm. called their landlord and their landlord was like, well, you know, like it's late. Um, yeah. There's nothing really I can do about it right now. I can't call a plumber. Um, so you're just going to have to like uh, s- scoop of water out all night. Yeah. And yeah, so we I had, had to, to take shifts and and scoop out water. But it's like, bro, I'm paying you to be the person that takes care of this place and to yeah. deal with situations like this. I don't give a shit if it's six in the morning. You're coming over and you're uh and you're 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 helping. It's your rental property. You're gonna be the one that's paying the damages. You're the one that's gonna have to pay the negligence fees, like, why would you not come over? There's no logic behind them. Like, it makes no fucking sense. Like, you would think they would want to get on top of an issue so that then they can mitigate it and spend less money. But for some reason, they're just like, no, just, just let this place burn. Just let it turn to a fucking swamp. Were you living with me on in the one place when... Uh, like water sewage water started coming back up through the fucking bathtub were you was it at that house yeah it was yeah it was at our apartment uh I don't think I was living there at the time that may have been before you or after you yeah, that would have been before, like, the whole washroom renovation situation. Yeah, so that was before me, because that happened over, like, yeah. six months when I was living there. Another yeah, cause, insane moment in living yeah. uh, where the, the superintendent and his cronies came over and quote-unquote worked all day when they were just standing outside smoking cigarettes and drinking. Yeah, yeah they just destroyed coffee. our washroom, removed our toilet, and they're like, yeah, this will be fixed in two days. And then they just fucked off. 
Yeah. They just left. They did, never came back. We didn't have a toilet. I remember that. They just took our toilet and then they were like, yeah, we can't fix this till Monday. Bye. And then they left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what a yeah. time to be that alive was, that was. <laughs> luckily, you had a girlfriend in town that you could go to and shower. I couldn't shower for days. Or like... It was fucked, dude. Like that was so fucked up. It's so, I, I can't mean, believe that happened. Yeah, I can't believe that that happened. Um, yeah, so you can tell why, listeners, that we're a little bit jaded. So, landlords, listen up. If you're following it, sorry, I didn't mean to use the uh, colorful language with you, but please, when somebody comes to you with a problem, do your utmost to solve it and figure it out before it yeah. causes you a greater a greater issue. Um, luckily. Otis and I, we, we lived in that house and we, we weren't, it wasn't worth the headache for us to make, make their mm-hmm. life problematic, but that was an easy, easy taking it to the, like, you know, tenant board or to, to taking, <laughs> taking it up to a higher level and exposing, you know, and costing you thousands and thousands of dollars. And there are people out there that are malicious like that when you disturb their peace. Um, so, you know, maybe just, you know, save yourself the hassle, save yourself the money, save yourself the problems and just, you know, make your tenants love you by taking them seriously when they have an issue and solving it in a prompt and a respectful order. Um, because, you know, we pay you for that. That's literally what our rent is. So, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why I haven't had a landlord in a while, so I don't know why I'm, uh, I'm all heated about this, but today that's, I'm. I was just ranting with, okay, so here, let's get into it, shall we? Okay. I've got a problem. I got a bone to pick. Um, uh, So I saw that in the United States, certain chains of coffee shops have already, as of last weekend, brought the fall flavors like pumpkin spice and all that stuff out. Okay. And you know, that that's weird to me, but that's mm-hmm. fine. Whatever. It's it's August. Uh, it I don't know like, why they just don't sell it year round. Yeah, that's my thing. But well, you know what? Whatever. Just let them rock. Yeah. They want to get more money or whatever. Fine. But my problem was seeing a bunch of the comments from people, and these are people I don't know, but it just sparked something in me that made me go on a long tangent about um uh, kind of the like childish nature of a lot of people who are supposedly adults and people who make like certain holidays, their like whole life, like people who post about like Halloween in July and stuff yeah. like that. Like, uh-huh. and I know we, we know a few people who are like that. So I'm ch- trying to choose my words very carefully here. Yeah. Well, my best friend, Phil is a <laughs> devout Halloween guy and it's fucking stupid. <laughs> He gets so stoked when Spirit Halloween's open. He's like, you do. We got to go. We got to see the bass. I'm like, you're 30. What the fuck are you doing? Halloween is for children. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) This is insane. Yeah. And so, like, I was all the people who were commenting it about, like, oh, spooky season's coming and stuff like that. I'm like, it's still summer. I'm going to go swim in a lake in, like, three days. I'm not uh, thinking yeah. about 
Halloween or thinking about, you know what I mean? Like, and, and then it lent, mm-hmm. then that t- tangent took a left turn into complaining about just in general, the infantilization or, or the, or the kind of like childish nature of people who are kind of around our generation, like people who post things like, Oh, I'm done my adulting for the day. Like, you know, time, time, mommy needs some wine or whatever. And it's like, you're, you're 35 with like two kids. Yeah. Like if you're talking about adulting, what you did the, you did your, your bare minimum responsibilities for the day. And now you're like, mommy needs some wine, like, or just be a regular adult and do things and don't like try and get a, Mommy needs of, her dream juice. Yeah. <laughs> Mommy needs like, her I, I don't understand. Juice. Like I don't and it and it, even people like it doesn't even have to go that far, but people who just post whatever comes into their head or people who just are online like totally showing their ass uh yeah. uh both both kind of um uh actually literally showing their ass and 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 showing their ass as a broader concept. Uh it's like man come on dude like you're 40 like what the hell is going on with people i like how we're gradually just getting older <laughs> we start with it's 30, every, like it's it's like everybody like i see it's not yeah, yeah. just people our age it's like it's everybody everybody's just online posting whatever numbskull yeah. bird-brained idiot take or statement or whatever that's in their mind and they're just posting it willy-nilly like it doesn't matter like it it's just absolute madness and it's like yeah oh my god you know well, that's the thing is like i don't know i don't think small town people like the average person shouldn't have the access that they have access to on the internet. Like they shouldn't be allowed to like your average person from like Cambridge Kitchener that works in like a factory that works at Toyota shouldn't have like more than 30 (laughs) minutes of internet access a day. They should be able to read the fucking stats for the Leafs game. Maybe the Raptors game, watch some NFL. They basically should just be able to get an episode of like sports center a day. That's what they deserve. Uh, And maybe like three news articles, but then anything after that, you get one video of a guy in his truck yelling and you have to pick, pick wisely. You only get one. Um, I actually, or you get like, and like you can only post one video of yourself at Disney ever. Like if anything, (laughs) if you post more than one video of yourself at Disney, as an adult, like the FBI has to come to your house and like and that's, make sure that you don't have dolls. Like cause. here's and here's the thing is that like if you are a regular person and you post various different things or you don't post often and then every once in a while you post something you care about, you enjoy, then that's fine. Like, you know, like there are things that you and I both enjoy that occasionally we'll share and we'll post about. Um, there are artists and movies and, and places and things that we like, uh, uh, and we have a varied and wide taste. And sometimes we go back to the same places. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we post it. Sometimes we don't most of the time we don't. Um, but like, if you're, if you're a guy who likes fishing, like here, I'm going to speak to all, if, if you're listening to this and you're a fishing guy, I'm going to tell you, 
having six pictures of you holding fish on your Tinder account. And then the first line of your bio is, Hey, I'm so-and-so I love to fish. You are not getting laid. Like we already like, that's like, it's, it's one of the most insane that's things I've ever real. seen. Are dudes still doing the fishing photos? They're people who love to fish, love to fish. And I think that there's nothing wrong with loving to fish, but that's overkill, bro. Like that, yeah. that, that's like, that's cringe. That's very, very cringe. I guess you do know a bit more cottage country folk. And uh, so you may come across that a bit more. Like, like I don't know that many fishing guys. I know like a couple fishing guys that are like legit. Like there's, they're just fish guys. And it's like, okay, cool. But they're not like, dick. they're not like a, yeah, I only uh, blah, blah, blah. Like every picture you post is you going fishing. Yeah. It's like at a certain point it becomes like, oh, here we go again. You know, like yeah. it's just like people who are, it doesn't have to be fishing. Implement that with anything. Disney. If you're a Disney adult and all you post is Disney memes and Disney tests, online tests. Disney-fied photo of Disney-fied yourself. disney photo of yourselves. It's like, oh, Get over it, man. Like, yeah, that shit's wild. It's not just fishing. And like, I'm telling you, there are women out there who probably love men who fish. There are probably women who love to fish themselves. But if you go to somebody's account and all you see is fish, 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 fish. And then the first line of your bio is, is, hey, I'm so-and-so and I love to fish. It's like, you don't think those six photos that you shared, let them know that you might enjoy the sport of fishing. You know, come on, people, come on, man. It's, it, it's, it's, it's insane. It's mental. And it's, and it's not just the people like Marvel fans, Star Wars fans, people who spend all day online arguing about which, which Batman is better or which so-and-so it's like, holy hell, take a break, touch grass. Like Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm ranting and raving about the, the, and I don't think there's anything wrong with being a fan of something. Like I'm a fan of a lot of things. You're a fan of a lot of things, but it's when you make that your like your like main mode of operating and all you do is talk about it and all yeah. you talk to your friends about is it and all the shirts you have are that and everything. It's like liking something isn't a person personality trait, even though you might hope it is. You want it really yeah. bad to be. It doesn't make up for a lack of personal skills charisma uh uh, you know ability to tell a story or engage in conversation like that doesn't just because you really like you know the the prequel trilogies of star wars that's not that's something you like it's not your personality and that's what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about this kind of like childhood-esque attitude that people have like carried through now where it's like people who are in their thirties, it's like Harry Potter is their life. And it's like, right. Bruh. (laughs) It's like, I like Harry Potter too, but Jesus Christ, you have to post about it every fucking day. It's weird. It's annoying. I mean, we've definitely have talked about this many, many times before. Because it's something that's a common gripe in our lives. Yeah. It's something that annoys us many times. It's just, the dumbest, most fucking hollow-brained people out there that are just, like, the most surface-level, like, like, there's nothing. It's like, oh, you like Harry Potter, and it's like, okay, that's it. Like, that's, I know everything about you. I know 
how many tattoos you have. I know how many videos of yourself crying you have on fucking line. <laughs> like, there's three. One of them's about your roommates. One of them's about your stepdad. And then the third one's about, like, the boss that fired you, even though you actually showed up high on Percocet. So he was actually right. But you know what? That's okay. If you're just an accountant now, that's fine. You're... <laughs> <laughs> you live by yourself. You have three cats. It's okay. But that person, the thing, the thing that's like annoying about these people is like, is the uh, the seasonal people. And I have like, I'm doing like a bit about this on stage now, but like, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But like, like you mentioned it earlier, like someone like Phil, who's a big Halloween guy, and they'll do stuff like I do the 30 days of Halloween movies, watch a different one every day. Or like people do that with Christmas. And it's just like if you love Halloween movies and you love Christmas movies, like w just watch them. Like <laughs> you can watch you know, you Home can watch, Alone. You can watch it in July. <laughs> you don't have to. Okay. It's a movie about dudes getting their head bonked in by a fucking sociopathic kid. Like, you can watch that any time of the year. You don't have to wait to Christmas. That's just weird. That's a weird thing to, like, that's weirder that, like, you're just like, if you had the urge to just be like, yeah, I want to watch a movie, then fucking watch it. But then, like, <laughs> it's people that you see that, you know, they get the fucking Christmas pajamas, they get, they take the fucking matching photos with their family that their son like you can see it in their eyes where they're like i fucking hate this i don't want to be here i don't want to wait till this like photo, a reindeer yeah. can't wait till this photo's done so i can go for a quote-unquote walk and yeah uh, and get like absolutely blitzed and then sit yeah. there in silence on my phone the husband just wants to go crush budweiser's with the boys in a garage and talk about the fucking world juniors that's all he wants to do but this chick hey, her hey, whole now. personality hey. oh just, just, i was gonna say don't don't disrespect garage beers garage beers are top upper echelon i'm, I'm not time. i'm not i'm i'm saying that any man would rather be crushing garage beers talking about junior fucking hockey than taking christmas photos with their family nobody wants to take christmas photos with their family except crazy white women and they go wild for those 30 <laughs> 31 days of december and, they go and you know absolutely what buck. i'll i'll even like allow it like within december but when it's like November or or October or oh, July, God. where you're like, oh, when they hit you with the fall photos and the red plaid and the fucking tree, suck, fuck you. <laughs> I hope that fucking apple tree falls on your fucking head. Now, like, and and you may be listening, going, well, you know, talking about stereotypes, and you guys are two straight white dudes that did a Christopher Nolan tier ranking system. That's fine. We're also two straight white dudes who did yeah. an episode on Kiki's delivery service and on RuPaul's Drag Race and various other like you know yeah. non I'm unexpected <laughs> unexpected topics. Um, and and so like I I'm not talking about people who who you know I'm not talking about people who like holidays. I'm not pe talking about people no. who even over like holidays. It's the people who just like lock in like six months in advance and just don't shut up about it where i'm like come on man like come on um it's august and people are going i yeah. can't wait for spooky season it's like yes we're close it's worse when it's like july or june and i'm like oh my god like 
come on. Or people who post in August about Christmas. Is, oh, so there's many days till Christmas, man. Like, ay ay ay. And this goes back to what you were talking about, people having way too much access to things. I think ever since I've been like, I had my health stuff, I've been on my phone like way less just because I, I don't, I want to keep my peace a little bit more. I've, it's been a fairly uh, a large time of change and, and some kind of overwhelming feelings. And, you know, I hate the word trauma, but it's been a little traumatic at times uh, when you have great change in your life. And so I've been avoiding dealing with seeing a lot of this stuff. And what I've realized in my time off is that people have way too much access, not only to like information, but to other people. And yeah. I think the reason why this is something that's bothered me today is because lately, because I've had to be, I'm back doing my other job. I, I, I've been on browsing on, you know, between my, my lessons and things. I, I, I've been browsing and looking at stuff and seeing more things and all. And, and I'm, and then the feeling of being frustrated starts coming back because like you're inundated with people's political beliefs with their, bird brain takes that they want to say with all these fan posting and stand things. And, and the thing is that if you see one by accident, the algorithm will just keep throwing more your way. And so, cause it thinks like, Oh, you know, at one point you looked up Batman and then you saw some Batman post on Facebook and, and you, you stayed on it for longer than you did other posts. So we're going to send more your way. And then all of a sudden I'm being inundated by this, all this nonsense from all these people. And I just think nobody in, in the world ever needed this much connectivity. And it, because yeah, it's, no, it's, it's, it's meaningless. Connectivity. Way too much, yeah. It's way too much fucking way too many frequencies going off at once. Like if, like if you're think of it, like if you're like a, like, 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 like think of like radio stations like how many radio stations can like your car radio actually carry like only so many and then before signals start getting crossed us gets fucked up like you can only you only have the bandwidth for so much and but like with the internet you just it's unlimited it's unlimited and like you don't have the bandwidth to actually you can you can go into it but like you're gonna come out of it like fucked up like you're gonna get hit with some shit it's not gonna be cool yeah and i mean it's been that's a great analogy and it's 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 i'm realizing this now over the past week since i've been like a little bit more quote-unquote online um and i've been getting more and more frustrated because i'm seeing all this stuff and i'm realizing like i'm probably gonna bail on most of my social media accounts uh i've already started like twitter slash x that's gone um a couple other accounts that i had on other sites gone like I'm, I'm really, really like, I don't need to see all of this stuff, even to a point Instagram, but I use that for like business. So I, I don't want to get rid of it completely, yeah. but I've been on my personal account way, way less because I think one of the things that happens is people think that because they see all of these posts from everybody that they used to be friends with or they're kind of acquaintances with or whatever people feel like they're involved in other people's lives and they know really what's going on and and how they are and all these different things and it lulls people into this kind of like space of of feeling like 
oh yeah, that person's still my friend because I know what's going on in their life. And I don't really have to make an uh-huh. effort because they see what's going on in mine. And then, yeah. and then all of a sudden you have friends that you just don't talk to and you don't connect with right. and you don't have anything to talk to when you see each other. And that's the thing that's crazy is like when we were last night, when we w- went out for dinner with Kieran, that was such a good time because we all had things to say about what we've been doing and, and, you know, we all didn't see each other at his wedding as much. So he was telling stories from his side of things. And, I, and we were talking mm-hmm. about things we and, and you know, like that's how like a regular yeah. conversation and relationship is supposed to work. Not I'm quote unquote friends with this person and I just see what they post and I read their tweets and I do whatever and we're friends and we're involved. But there's no back and forth. There's no it's it's right. like an empty yeah that's the thing you can just you can just be like omnipresent in like somebody else's life like you just be a ghost in their life through your phone like at least like back in the day like if you wanted to like get some information about somebody you had to like (laughs) or like well i'm just like like even like back in the day you'd like go to like the grocery store or like i'd go to the grocery store with my mom and then my mom would see somebody and be like Oh hey, blah 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 blah. Oh, how's this person? I haven't seen them in a little while. And then next thing you know, my mom and some person, they're both just talking about another person because one of them hasn't seen them. And then the other person's like, Oh, well, what have you been up to? I'll let them know. And then you actually have like a thing. It's like, oh, you had to actually communicate with per- somebody to relay information in the hope that that information will then eventually get to somebody. Or, so or that you by to- the time you see that person, you d- the gaps have already been filled in. But or, now or, or you're going to you- go on Facebook and be like, oh, I saw this. I saw this. I never actually interacted with you in any possible fucking way but i have this for some reason i know which now in modern life it's normal it's normal to just know everything somebody's doing and that's but it's whack. not like it's whack it's, fucking it's not. so it, like, weird it, it's yeah, so it's whack weird as fuck. it's and, whack as fuck and people that post like their everyday routine like mark Wahlberg style like got up at 4 a.m 4 30 i'm prayed up 550 i'm eating eggs <laughs> 60 i'm fucking golfing with the fucking governor of georgia download my catholic app yeah um fucking uh, 8 8 a.m like what the fuck like nobody needs to know this information like who is that possibly for and then you see the guys that are like posting they'll comment on like mark Wahlberg's instagram be like hey mark uh, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves everything you're doing for us. I, you support the troops. You're a real American. You're such an inspiration for as me. If he sees I stay it. prayed up. Yeah, as if Mark Wahlberg is going to be like, hey, Todd, I'm so glad that you decided to reach out to me on a Saturday morning. Like, fuck, you, you're an idiot, dude. You are not friends it's, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, the parasocial like, relationship aspect of social media is so busted and so weird. Yeah. And it's and like I've caught myself in it now because there's people that I've known or followed for like mm-hmm. five years, seven years. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember like, oh, I see a picture of them. Oh, they've got a new, you know, a new girlfriend. And that's really cool. I remember when they were dating so-and-so. And it's like, I've never met this person. And I, yeah. and it's, it's, it's actually insane how much we inundate ourselves with other people's lives and meaningless information and whatever they say and do. Mm-hmm. And then you feel more and more alone because you don't have real connections it used to be that if you wanted to see somebody you would call them 
or you would write them yeah. a letter or you would just go to their house and knock on the door and be like, hey, I was thinking about you and I wanted to come by and see if you wanted to grab lunch. You know, you would do like normal things like that. Now people have too much anxiety to even answer a yeah. goddamn text. You know, like, yeah, well, here's the th here's the fucked up thing is that like people they'll sit on Facebook and watch like their friends grow up over the course of five years and not interact with them, not send you a text. But then they'll go over to Reddit and argue with fucking weed smoker four twenty six nine about the fucking what strains and how you should properly smoke weed for eight hours. <laughs> and they'll exchange thousands of words they'll have yeah. an, an, well that and that goes that's also like goes back to and the they don't know with. each other yeah. just to argue just, to, just for the sake of arguing that's all they want to do instead of having a valuable constructive conversation with something they would rather go and argue with some fucking dickhead from iowa about weed like yeah. it's well then that's, so that's dumb. goes back around to what i was saying about like fandoms and stuff and people who yeah. are like go on and argue which run of Spider-Man was more important and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. it's like, at the end of the day, dude, like it's comics, like whichever one you like the yeah. most is fine. You're allowed to have a personal preference. Like we don't have to have a three day long online argument about it. You know, like, yeah. I don't it's, know. Go ask your friend how his career's going. I don't know. I feel like you'd get more out of that question than being like, yeah, did you even see the second Andrew Garfield movie? <laughs> yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's, like, it's very weird. I and I and I think my time away from it has like now that I've been a little bit more present, it's it's given me the ick. Like I'm I maybe I'm maybe I'm just getting old. But at this point I'm looking at it and I'm like um I don't really want anything to do with this anymore. Like I I'm kind of content with my small circle of friends and my wide, my wide array of, of acquaintances and people that I know and am friendly with and do consider them friends, but we're not close friends. Like my, oh. I, I'm fine with my small circle of close friends and, and, you know, and I don't need to see what everybody's doing or wearing or where they're going or who they're going with. And the other side of it is just on a purely practical level, safety. Man, like there's people that I know that are posting like, like everything about where yeah. they live, about their family life, like people posting, oh, here's, here's a video of me walking from my, my door to our newborn baby's uh, a bedroom and going into the bedroom and filming our newborn baby. And now I've given somebody who might just happen across this, the exact floor print and how many steps it takes to get to the room and what's located inside the room. But nobody thinks about that, let alone sharing the pictures of videos of your baby who doesn't really consent, you know, can't really consent to being put out to your hundreds of thousands yeah. of followers. Like, it's just weird, man. It's weird. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, people posting kid videos and stuff. I've always thought that was weird. I've always been like, like, I don't mind like, a photo every once in a while, like a nice picture or something, but it's like, you're giving away everything about your life, your personal life, where you're going, where you're eating, what you're doing. You're not a mm -hmm. mystery. You think that you're like a main character in something, but I can tell you real quick that that's not real. You know, you're not really, you're, you're not really, you're as much of a main character as everybody else. And in reality, that's like the only main character stuff we have is our subjective point of view. Like the world isn't bending to our will or anything. And, you know, like, 
your story is not a fairy tale story. You can make a good, you can have a good perspective and a good outlook Mm -hmm. and work hard and do good things. But like life just happens, man. Shit just happens. It's, and I hate to sound like I'm, I don't mean to be negative about it, but like, I just went through something that I didn't want, you know? So it's like, am I sitting here going like, Oh, you know, I could have sat around and been sad about it and being like, how could this happen to me or whatever? No, it takes work to be a bit more positive and make a positive change in your yeah, life. Or you, or you could have made a brand new Instagram account that documents your journey of diabetes and just been like, I okay. Said, I, I said oh. in the car, if I ever made that, you got, you could punch me in the face. Like, yeah. I I haven't even talked. I don't think I've aside from here on the podcast. I don't think I've publicly stated what it is that happened to me, and I don't think I will. I don't think so. And because it's firstly, it's like it's not like I'm hiding it, but like I feel like people who who do that are just trying to garner like sympathy or yeah, oh yeah, know, like like oh, trying yeah. to get people to. To oh my god, are you okay and all that stuff and like what's going on? And so I did post a picture when I was in the hospital, well, after I was in the hospital, of of my IV in my arm because I thought it was like super weird. Um, and people were like, "Are you okay?" And I was fine with telling them when they reach out to me and ask me personally. But I only told people who I felt like it was fine with them knowing. I was fine with them knowing it. Like I'm not going to tell some random person who's mm. like, "Hey, man, are you okay? What's wrong?" Yeah, this is exactly what happened to me. This is, you know, no. Yeah, but you could have posted a, a ten paragraph story, being like, "Well, this is my journey. I've had the. This is where my new part of my life begins. Where you know, I've have to take things really serious now. Like, okay, like whenever somebody has like." a serious health scare and they decide to turn their life around. I love that. I love people being healthy and just doing what's best for them. But whenever somebody sees that as an opportunity to be like, Oh, this is something to garner attention. Yeah, I can leverage somebody. this. Like I, I can. That. Yeah, exactly. I can leverage this into uh, something that, you know, will benefit me that it, it's just like, what like okay what you should be making the change you should be making the change for yourself first and foremost and yeah and i think that if you i think that if you move a little people move a little bit more like privately and humbly i think a lot more doors open up and a lot more good things happen um than the person who shares every aspect of their life and and tries to leverage or 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 turn the things that happen to them into content. Like I, I don't think I could be friends with someone who was like a super huge, like TikTok star YouTuber. That's constantly vlogging. That's constantly sharing what's going on in their life, sharing their friends, sharing their, whatever happens. Oh, autistic in McDonald's so loud in McDonald's. And then it'll be like their POV and it'll just be like kids running around screaming and then they'll flip the camera on them. Then they'll do the stupid like face like, Oh, it's like, Yes, that's McDonald's. It's loud. Have you ever been to a McDonald's when it's quiet? Like, it says nothing to do with you being fucking autistic. That's <laughs> that's McDonald's. Deal with it. If you're so fucking autistic, you wouldn't have gone to McDonald's because you would have known you would have fucking made yourself uncomfortable. You fucking idiot. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I think that's another big yeah, problem. Don't, don't is- put your fucking hand on a hot fucking stove, you idiot. Like, what? It's, it's, it's people. I think that's one of the things that's happening now is that there's a lot of people who are 
self-diagnosing with a lot of things that that they aren't oh, really yeah. uh, uh, afflicted with, or maybe they are, but it's like circumstantial or it's like a passing thing. It's one of my big gripes about social media's turn towards like, oh, we, you know, and I want to say unequivocally, like I myself struggle with mental health issues. I've I've gone to multiple therapists. I've been medicated. I've done all of that. Um, and I think it's good. And I think that if you're unwell, you should do that, that you should mm -hmm. seek help and support. You should, uh, speak to your friends and your family. You should, um, make an effort to understand and mitigate and manage what you're dealing with while also being open and vulnerable about the struggles. I'm, I'm unequivocally believe that. I think that being open and about stuff is super important. And I think there are people out there that are respectfully and tastefully open about the things that they struggle with. I think that that's true. Now, on the other hand, there are a bunch of people who are calling themselves OCD that just like things organized. You know what I mean? Like you're just yes. a neat person. You're not OCD. Like, yeah, I would I like give, I would give movies alphabetized. I would give anything to not have to do some of the ticks that I do. Yeah. Like it's embarrassing for me. And, and it drives me absolutely wild when I come across somebody mm. who's like, Oh, I cleaned my room. It's I'm so OCD. Yeah. So I also OCD. hate that you kill three Venezuelan children every time you do laundry, but it <laughs> has to be done. <laughs> the blood must flow. Um, no. And I mean, I've got sacrifices and I, must be made. <laughs> I've gotten ow, ow, Jesus Christ. Grace. <laughs> Ah, oh, Grace did not oh, like that just, Venezuelan joke. She just split open my leg. God um, damn it. She really wanted to spill blood then. Yeah, I can't believe I God said the damn. blood must flow and she jumped up and just cut open my leg. She was um, like, the blood must. It must, master. <laughs> it must flow. Ah, ah, oh, it's ah, not bleeding ah. too bad. We can finish this out. Okay. Um, All right. But yeah, and I mean, like, I think it's crazy. <laughs> okay, we now have a blood gauge on the podcast. Yeah. Where no, Joe's yeah, blood is steadily decreasing. <laughs> if he gets below 70%, we got to call it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, I'm glad that I didn't actually use a worst expletive there because that really hurt. Um, Damn. Yeah, it's just, it's one of these things where it's like, but this is just the, I mean, na the nature of society and the nature of being online is changing and evolving. And, and I guess it's up to, you know, we're sitting here griping and groaning, but maybe it is just what we need, what we have been doing and we need to continue doing is pulling away from it. At a certain point, you realize that it's kind of unhealthy and it's not doing you yeah. any favors. And, you know, I can't imagine what it's like to be a kid in this age where so much of what your kind of social currency is, is based on like, you, uh -huh. you know, people being being liked online and doing all that stuff like that was not part of my teenage years and i can't imagine going to high school where you can see not only the all the people that go to your school what they post on instagram and tiktok but what other people all around the world post and and social media is curated you know people don't show their truth they show their their they show what right. people they want people to see and so you know you don't you don't know what's really going on with people whether and and a lot of people look like their life is amazing and they're living perfect lives and it turns out they're like a drug addict or something like you know what i mean like there's just yeah. so much there's so much smoke and mirrors and like these parasocial relationships and this you know people going online and spending their time arguing about these niche things that they've made their entire personality it's just weird man and maybe my time this summer that are where i've been kind of forced to step away from from all of it well not forced but like i don't know 
I've been told I need to keep my stress down and I need to, to find balance in my life. And, and, and part of that is also mentally because my anxiety affects my blood sugar. So like I've been pushed, I've, I've like pushed away a lot of stuff and I feel so much better. Like, like oh, I feel way better. And now recently, since I've been on the computer, I've been browsing and doing stuff more and seeing stuff. And I'm just like, how is this real? This is crazy. Why are people doing this? But you know what? I should also take my own advice and shut up and let people like what they like because it's not my life, right? So. Yeah, but some people like some dumbass shit. Like, <laughs> if you're out there and you're still, like, clamoring about the new season of, like, Supernatural, like, grow the fuck up. Come on. Get out of here. No one needs this. It's so, it, no and you know what the thing this. is, is that it's okay to like something, as we said, and it's okay yeah. to love something even, but it's like when you're, when you run a Nicki Minaj stan account, like it's like, Jesus right. Christ, yeah. man. Like, what are you doing? Um, but that's okay. Uh, you know, that was our, our, somehow we turned into a wide rant about the state of the internet and things that were bothering us. I mean, it, we, we do this every three months, I think, approximately. <laughs> we have a rant that's more or less the same thing every, every couple of months. But I think... We we have our uh, we have our keystones our touchstones of the podcast and this is one of them our day our quarterly check in of Facebook fuckery uh, yeah the inter of social it. media of social media madness well we're yeah. here to tell you it's still mad it might even yeah. be worse um. <laughs> uh, well is the whole talking about this the whole time it reminds me of a Colin Quinn bit which I may have mentioned before when talking about similar topic of that he has this great bit of like especially like talking in terms of like the 2016 like american u.s election and how divided america was that like now you can just go online and pick a fight with anybody with whatever you say you don't even need to know the person you don't even know you, you'll never even know what this person looks like but like back in the day before the internet if you wanted to argue with somebody you had to like go into a bar find somebody reading the opposing newspaper that you don't like, go up to them and say, hey, I think that's stupid. And then you'd start arguing. And that's how you had to do it. Now yeah. you can just go onto the Washington Post Facebook page, go, go into the comment section and say, yeah, you're fucking racist. Or you, or you can just call someone the N-word. If you, you can just say the wildest stuff. I don't think you can literally actually do that on Facebook. I think hate speech is actually banned, but you can just go and you can provoke people. You can just, just troll. You can do whatever the fuck you want. And people will do that. Just spend their day. And like, I don't know. I've done it sometimes occasionally. Like I've done it for like an hour or two on some days, just fucking with people, just being like completely nonsensical. And it can be fun. But I can and I can understand how people can lose an entire day doing that. But after two hours, I was like, this is a, like I'm such a loser. Like I need to do something like I need to go for a walk and cleanse my soul. Like, I don't know. It's a yeah, it's a weird I mean, like new frontiers. And as the Internet changes, so will other things change and. And other ways that people do things yeah. when new apps come along and new social medias and all that stuff. But at this point, I'm looking at all of it and it's kind of like I have some fresh eyes because 
I've really like, there'd been other times where I've stepped away from it, but this time I've, it's really been like, you know, like I'm purposely not. And I, 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 I kind of, uh, you know, I went back, I went out into yeah. the light and my eyes adjusted. And then now that I've come back, as my eyes adjusted to being back inside, I saw what was around and I was like, man, bitch, you live like this. Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I was like, holy hell. And, uh, and so it's, um, it's interesting. But the other thing is that I've kind of garnered this more, uh, you know, it's not even that like, yeah, I'm annoyed at it and we're griping and we're ranting and we're raving and we're rambling and we're making some jokes at the certain people's expenses. But like at the end of the day, the only way that, that that's going to change for a person personally is to just for them to leave, you know, like the internet's not going to stop. It's right. going to do what it's going to do. And you need to, as, as a person who's, who's finding yourself in these situations, whether you're someone who's, it's making you anxious or it's making you depressed or it's making you angry or you're finding yourself spending all your time involved in it or whatever, like turn off your account, you know, like just dis disable your account for a while, step away, move away from all of that, move back into the, the, the zone of reality where you know, you actually have to speak to people and connect with people and do all that stuff and and protect your peace a little bit. And, and maybe you'll step away forever, but or step away from some things forever. But like, I think that carrying around it like a super, like pretty much what's the equivalent of a computer in your pocket doesn't help. Um, yeah. You know, it like. Yeah, it literally is. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's cr And like, the more I've thought about it recently, the more I've been like, yo. And I guess earlier today, seeing that stuff about the, the, it was Dunkin' Donuts having the pumpkin and the responses that people had, I was just, it was like looking at like a, a freak show. Like so I was what just. what were the responses? Was it people like being like, oh yes. Uh, yeah, season. it was just like, it was just like people being like how many days to Halloween and people po posting their collection of pumpkin spice oh. things and everybody going crazy about the fall coming and all these different things. And people say, yes, thank you so much. Yeah. I love pumpkin you know, spice. Funny is yes. If these people weren't such fucking simpletons, then they didn't like run to these fucking like coffee shops for these bullshit flavors that are seasonal if they didn't do this you know like all these coffee shops would just be forced to sell that all year or they just wouldn't ever and it's just like you you don't have like consumers are so stupid <laughs> we think we're so smart we're like yeah like we can just like we control them like we can just do like they have to listen to it. it's like no they have you around like they have you by your fucking thumb like they're telling you hey hey you stupid bitch we have your stupid bitch juice but we only have the stupid bitch juice for two months so, so come buy get it, it every day so buy it every day yeah you know? that's what they're and like and we're just like yes father yes yes feed me yes yes give me give me yeah 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 like whenever or when it, like whenever mcdonald's does the uh the pork thing, like the, the pork sandwich it's like, they're just doing that because it's the most profitable time of year for them to do that. It's not because, Oh, we actually want it back. No, but then we're going to go and just be like, yeah, the pork, yeah, the pork's back. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just like if you didn't like you don't you never actually cared about it. But then once they tell you that you can have something that you arbitrarily couldn't have before, even though there's no reason for it, it's like when Disney would be like, oh, the movie's going back in the vault and everyone would be like, oh, I got to go buy the Little Mermaid or else I'm not going to be able to watch it for five years. And it's like. No, because why? You never wanted to watch The Little Mermaid until you just saw this commercial because you're so dumb. Like, <laughs> yeah, we it's, are it's, so dumb and, and, like, we don't even realize it. It's, it's. I mean, that's just a part of the, part of everything. It's all connected. Yeah. Society's wild right now. It's wilding. But you know what? What will be wilding in a different way? Us, in, a, in, in this time, in two days, we will be sitting on a porch enjoying the sounds of nature and laughing and not having to deal with anything. So, you know what? You always got to look on the bright side of life. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's funny cause we just ranted all this stuff and I, I, I feel like I need to inject a little bit of positivity. I guess all I was trying to say was partially what you were saying that it seems like people just, I think there's just an unawareness of, of, just all of this, these aspects of social media, the parasocial relationships, the kind of hollowing out of real relationships, the feeling like you have everything at your fingertips, which is not as good as people made it out to be. Um, but then also the whole mental health stuff that we were talking about. Like, I, I just think that your life is your, ultimately at the end of it, it's your responsibility, um, your mental health, your life, your, how you deal with things. It's your responsibility. And I think that it's important to stress the fact that that's not a punishment, that that's like, you can, you can do what you want to do and change what you want to ch change, how you want to be. And everybody's done the stupid things and everybody has little quirks and weirdness and stuff like that. And we aren't, I'm not trying to like really come down on people because people can do whatever they want. But I do think there needs to be a kind of step stepping back. I think that we're, we're becoming too involved with all of this. And I think that me having stepped back and, and really truly done it instead of just like saying, Oh, I'm taking a bit of a break. Like there were days where I haven't like days in a row, multiple, like a week where I didn't even look at my personal Instagram. I didn't see what anybody was doing. I didn't like anything. I didn't feel compelled. Like I had to like anything. I just put it down. And you know, as, as this time has passed, it's like, I've gotten comfortable with the idea of not really ever going back to the way it was. Because I think that people need to step back. People need a break. And part of taking responsibility for yourself is realizing when something has become a crutch and not a, a tool and, and changing that. And, um, and also, I want to say people who are sharing their journeys with mental health and real uh, health rehabilitation stuff and everything like that, I think it's all power to you if you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, I think that if you're trying to leverage something to get fame, I think that's scummy. But if you're genuinely trying to be a source of education and information and sharing your story, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I just wanted to say that because we were making jokes about, you know, I said, if I ever made a page where I was talking about what I went through, you could punch me in the face. I think there are plenty of people who are a wealth of information for, for certain ailments and yeah, mental health issues obviously. and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, and I just didn't want people who were listening yeah. to be like, oh, these guys are just being curmudgeons about stuff. Oh, I mean, you know. No, but you can tell when the person's being disingenuous. It's very, very, very obvious. Like, it's very... It's like, it's like when somebody's doing this shit, it's almost like 
like evangelical Christians. You're like you could just see it. Like you just as soon as you see the person, you're just like, oh yeah, you're this no. This this is a fucking act. This is this is fucking this is your this is your new arc. That's what this is. <laughs> I'm in my autistic arc now. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you are. You are because everything for you is a fucking silly little game. That's all it is. People actually are like, yeah, I'm in like my bitch arc now. And it's like, oh, you're at the part where no one likes you because you're a shitty person and you've decided <laughs> that you're going to lean into that and be a shittier person. Good for you that no one's going to love you ever. Enjoy that life, you fucking miserable person. Like, yeah. where people like, I feel bad for girls that are like, I'm a Swifty and I don't care. Like, I'm, she's a, she, yeah, I don't care that she's like, she's a, she's a bad girl and like, she knows it. She, she's going to be bad. Yeah. And I'm bad too. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what? That, that's what? Exactly you, what I you're talking about. You're trying to like chameleon your personality like from like Taylor. It's crazy. It's crazy. And like, yeah, we've talked about like that, like obsessive like fan culture, but like you it's like I don't know. People are like now like it's so weird that like things like oh people think they're a main character or and like npcs is like a thing that like people call each other now and that like you know the, there's the whole theory that we're living inside like it's all just like so on the nose and like people are just super leaning into it where they're like yeah i'm doing my bitch build today and it's just like but can you just like be like a normal human being that just like goes, eats breakfast, goes to a job, and comes home, and it's just like, hey, the new episode of Better Call Saul was cool. Everyone likes Better Call Saul. That's cool. Cool. We're cool. <laughs> but then they would call people Thanks. like that an NPC. But when in reality, those people are probably just yeah. as weird and quirky as they are, just not yeah. outward. They're not leveraging it for content or for like likes or like trying yeah, to get like I wanted. Like, I wanted to post something about the fucking Super Mario Bros. movie because I was like, oh, it was like an actual really well done movie that I thought it paid homo like homage to many different eras of the Mario games. And, you know, there's lots of jokes in it for adults and kids. I just thought it was a fun movie. And I was going to post something about it. And then I was just like... Nah, somebody's gonna be like, "Yeah, you're you're so normie. Of course, you would like Super Mario Bros. movie." It's just like, I don't know. I grew up fucking. I've played Super Mario for like twenty five yeah, years I of like my life. Super Mario games. I don't know, like, dude. I, don't know. I guess fuck me. But then, but then there's also people that are like, "This Super Mario Bros. is so important to gaming. This is so this Nintendo has brought." <laughs> and they're like having like a Kevin Smith heart attack like on screen it's just like everybody on both ends just gotta chill and just be like yeah well, that's, I like popcorn I mean, that's something and we movies both, I don't know that's something maybe. we both said where it's like you know you're allowed to just like you it's everything is binary now everything is either like it's yeah. the greatest thing ever that's ever happened or it's the worst piece of shit that ever, that's ever happened and there's no like nuanced middle where people are like well you know yeah, it was enjoyable. I don't think it's the best movie I've ever mm -hmm. seen, but like I enjoyed it and it it was fun. It's a kids movie. I I I like Mario games. I enjoyed watching it. Um and then and you don't hear that cuz then people would people don't care. Everything's like 
everything is made to be like reactive you know people need to react mm-hmm. to one another argue and talk and oh so this is a so and so is so amazing this person never and it's like that's cultish like that's weird that you you know yeah. you should be able to i was actually talking to someone today about um about uh china of all places and we were talking about the 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 system uh, of kind of like governance and like the kind of social score that they have there and the uh, uh, very um, intense watch the government has over the people. And that mm-hmm. takes away some of their autonomy to criticize. I mean, the Chinese government does not like to be criticized, um, but it takes away a lot of their... <laughs> they, they don't really um but they but also it gives them a degree of order and uh safety and so i was talking to this person who was from china who lived somewhere else and he said well you know i'll probably move back to china for a while and i said oh really like even after saying that and he goes yeah like you know your life is fairly routine um and the joys are simple uh and yeah you've got to kind of watch what you're doing but you're safe Everything works, you know, cities are mm-hmm. modern, people are respectful. Uh, and, and for some people that they like that. And I, yeah. I, and, and, you know, if he said that on the internet, people would have jumped down his throat being like, I can't believe you would blah, blah, blah. You're so blah, 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 all this stuff. Because people over here feel like they have the right to dictate based on our belief systems, what other people should think. Mm-hmm. And, and in some cases there are objective moral wrongs. And I think that it's objectively fair to say that the Chinese government is a little bit, uh, um, overdoing their uh their some of the things that they've done to maintain control and have treated many of their people uh uh unfairly um but right. yeah. f- should it be uh you know sh- do we need to have that screaming match every time someone shows a different point of view and you know when in reality you could just be like well i i disagree with you but it's your life you know it's your choice and uh yeah. and and i think that that's like something that's lost now where people can't even have like a conversation about disagreeing points without it turning into an argument when it's like man mm-hmm. like you you can i would never go and live there but if that's the way that your life you would like your life to be and and right. you're okay with that level of surveillance then go for it buddy like you know it's your God life damn. i'm not going to convince you otherwise yeah. Right. But if he posted that as a YouTube video, can you imagine the comments that people would put under it? Like, it'd be nuts. Everybody would be screaming. And and to some degree, rightfully so. But like, what is it for us to tell someone who's from that place whether or not they should enjoy living in their own country? (laughs) Like Right. Mm Mm-hmm. No, you're you're not wrong. Um Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a completely different culture. That's the thing. It's like people in North America would never can't even like would never be able to comprehend what it's like living in a nation like China. Like uh what the fuck was I watching recently? Oh, and let me be clear. Like I don't I I definitely think that, you know, Chinese government not not sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not no, sick. No, no def- definitely not. But like uh I forget what I was watching recently where it was 
really can't remember it or the context of the statement, but it was somebody from like Asia talking about like their history and culture and how deep and rich it is. And then somebody's like, Oh, but what about America? And they're like, America's 300 years old. Like they don't know fucking shit. Like they're, they're a, they're a speck in the timeline of civilization. Like Western civilization is fuck all. Like compared to Asia, like so even Europe, China, like- yeah. I mean, Europe even compared to Asia is still not even like Asia has gone through so many different evolutions, so many different styles for, for good and so for many, good and for bad, for good and for, for bad, for good and for bad, and like they've just. Like, even right now, America's like, yeah, democracy. Where It's like, you don't, who knows, dude? 300 years from, who fucking knows, dude? Yeah, and don't I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know example, how we well. We not, might not even be here. This might yeah. be Lava Island, right? We don't know. And also it, the, like, the, <laughs> the Americans right now saying, like, freedom and democracy is sick with the state of their country and their politics is laughable. Yeah, freedom and democracy is sick. I accidentally got a woman pregnant and now I guess that's my son. That's that's my son. My bad. But even hey, though, I, I'm gonna she, love that kid. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't I want don't. it either, you know. Yeah. Uh also like, you know, America, the land of freedom and democracy, where because your guy didn't get elected, you're gonna like try to break in and kill the former vice president. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. democracy you know what i mean like it's it's kind of laughable at best to be like and that's and that's i mean are we are we stumbling upon the age-old trope of the ignorant american i think we are you know uh and it's yeah. uh and it's i mean even here in canada like you know there's a lot of flaws with our political systems and the and, and the people that are running and everything you know um but uh, and so it's far be it from yeah. from from people here to tell. I mean, it's I always go back to what my cousin said when he went to to um, uh, uh, he went to Africa. Well, he's living in Africa now. But the first mm-hmm. time he went there, he was there and uh, he was in Uganda and he came back and um, he was uh, we were going out for dinner. And I guess um, he had told me this story about how he had come back and. I guess like a friend of his friend had come to this big friends dinner that they had and, uh, and somebody had held open the door for her and she went on this big, like kind of like feminist tirade about how, how she felt so offended that he held the door for her. And that's like an antiquated misogynistic, uh, uh, you know, patriarchal thing that he did and that she, she was totally capable of opening the door for herself and all this stuff. And like, I think that where she was coming from was, was meant to be a place of like, you know, of, of equality and, and meaning well, like a lot of the stuff is, but, but to my cousin, who's like, I literally just came from living with a woman whose husband could come back from being with his other families because he has multiple, uh, he could come back, murder her and nothing would happen because she's his property. And he was like, some dude kindly held open the door for this girl and she's going on a 30 minute rant about, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's just like, it's, it's this, it's this, this lack of, of worldly or lack of like, 
stepping back and looking at the grander scheme of things and looking at the broader strokes and the bigger picture uh, that, that is, is, has only been narrowed by social media too also. Um, and, and I guess that goes back to what I was trying to say is that if, if that guy uh, had gone on and made a video on YouTube about that and said that, uh, and it had come across and had blown up, a lot of the comments would be telling him that he was like a piece of shit for what, for wanting to, for being okay with going back to living in China because of the kind of point of view that Western people have about, about it. Um, when in reality, it's like, it's really, you know, you don't need to, to write paragraphs about it. You can just agree to disagree, or you can realize that people have different points of views and beliefs and opinions about the world. And uh, not yeah. everyone is going to change to your point of view if you argue with them on the internet, you know? Yeah, but people are just going to go pop off with, like, the wildest opinions possible. Like, yesterday I was at a comedy show, and uh, after the show, this random guy came up to me, and he was like, hey, you sh- I, yo, really funny, dude. Uh, here's some, uh, yo, there's a topic you should do some jokes about. So, like, in Russia... Russians like killed a bunch of Dagestanis and like yo they like ran them over with tanks isn't that like you should make some jokes about that I was like what the fuck are you talking about like, <laughs> that's the what? did that really happen this is I don't insane. know I I don't know if it actually happened and he's like yeah I fucking hate Dagestani people I was like wait what I I don't even know who that da- like Dagestani people are I just they're like the weird islam russian people all i know is khabib from the ufc he's like dagestani i don't i didn't even know what they were and he's talking about a hate crime as if it was like funny he's like yeah the russian soldiers ran over them with tanks i was like what what do you even hear the words that are coming out of your mouth right now (laughs) You are describing hate crimes to me. And you're like, yeah, isn't this funny? And then he's also like, yeah, I think the Russians did good. Siding with the Russians, the country that is actively also performing another hate crime on another country. Like, yeah, it's it's people. People are are wild. Well, well, then then let me explain. There's more. There's more. And this this explains it all. So I'm sitting at a table with my buddy Eric Hansen. Very funny man. And Eric's a big fucking hippie. Huge fucking hippie. Huge pothead. Dude looks like a tab of acid. He has the brightest shirt collection I've ever seen. But fantastic dude. We should actually have him on here one day because he's actually a fantastic uh, comic book artist as well. So that'd be something cool to talk about. So we should have Eric on at some point. But I'm sitting there talking with Eric and that same guy that said the Dagestani Russian shit to me, which boggled me, absolutely scrambled my mind. Then later came up to Eric and was like, hey, man, also a good set. And then Eric's like, cool, man, if you're hanging out afterwards, let's smoke a joint. And the dude's like, no, man, can't really smoke a joint. You know, uh, I haven't smoked in like 10 years. I was schizophrenic and like, you know, I had a really bad time. I had to go into the hospital. And I was like, there it is. That's it. That's why you shouldn't be out in public talking to people. You should be 
with somebody. Somebody should make sure that you're not walking up to unsuspecting people saying, hey, did you hear about this travesty of fucking Muslim people being ran over by fucking military tanks? Did you hear this? Did you hear this? Okay, enjoy your poutine. Anyways, take care. Like, what? What? Hey, like, these people are just out there. It's crazy. It's, it's, we live in a society and it's full of all sorts of, of yeah, people. <laughs> like, and that's the thing. I was like, I was thinking that after he told Eric that, I was like, he didn't have to say any of that. He could have said, no, nah, man, don't smoke. Thanks, though. Yeah, And we would have equally just been like, oh, cool. Well, thanks for the compliment. Thanks for enjoying the show. Appreciate it. But no, he had to go say some weird shit about fucking crimes and then also just throw, oh, yeah, I'm schizophrenic and had a fucking mental breakdown 10 years that rendered me hospitalized. It's like, I don't know you. Yeah. That well, I mean, be I mean, the first fact I know about you before I should know your name, your occupation how much you like comedy if you're at a comedy show your schizophrenic breakout 10 years ago should be like the 15th thing i hear about you yeah maybe. you should learn about it like maybe like if you ever see him like five more times you know yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I, should get, I should get three facts every time i meet this guy um yeah, well, you know what? In some ways, though, it's funny because we were just talking about people online just saying wild stuff. And uh, and he's... And they're he's, out there on the streets, too. Yeah, so. they're, they're on the streets, too. And that's that's a, that's a fact. I mean, that's a funny but fact. But it's kind of like almost admirable for him to come up to me and say that shit. Because I was I mean, like taken aback. It's, it's like, not admirable. It's the, 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 con the, the content of his statement was not admirable uh, in any way. It's quite reprehensible, but, um, yes, but, yeah. but, but it's, you know, that he's living out here actually. That he is living in the real world. Is and just wiling like that is is yeah yeah uh is is amazing a little bit actually like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a that's a wild wild statement and uh a wild wild man i i hope that he is uh cared for and has people in his yeah. life who look out for him um also uh, and, and not fun, never like, go up to a comedian and say hey you should do a joke about this never do that that's uh, everyone i hate him I hate I hate him just because he prepositioned that I should joke about it. He could have I don't even care what he said. I should have joked about it just because he proposed a topic to me. I hated him. Yeah, well, it's like people who find out that you're a comedian and be like, "Oh, say something funny. You know, tell me a joke right now." It's like, yeah, yeah, shut up. Man. And it's just like, uh, oh, oh, you rap? Okay, spit a spit a sixteen. Uh, how about you run in traffic, bud? How about yeah. that? How oh, about you, you run you sixteen feet into that you car? Rap something for me? Oh, you sing? Can you sing something for me? It's like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm eating no, a burger. I'm no, like no. no. Um. Anyway, I guess I did. We are we are going on pretty long. This was a a, a dive into the random randomness of of all things today. We've talked about some some varying and bizarro. Uh, I guess we could call this our our uh, commentary, our our uh, our quarterly the bizarro commentary. bird. Yeah, it's a <laughs> bizarro bird. It's a <laughs> quarterly commentary on all things that we think are weird as shit right now. Um, yeah. One thing that I didn't think was weird though, and to pivot into just briefly talking about things we've watched and listened to, I wanted yeah. to say uh, I finally saw into the or across the Spider Verse. 
It was excellent. Um, if they manage to land it, if they land the plane and they, the third one is as, as good or better than the, this one, it will probably be one of the, as far as just purely enjoyable and, and innovative and exciting trilogies ever. Um, uh, just that animation style is so cool. Yeah. And, uh, and just, uh, just everything, the, the, the emotional beats, the, uh, how exciting it was, the pacing, the how they handled the whole Spider-Verse thing, having the second film be a little bit more about Gwen and the other spider men and women and spider people, uh, as opposed to, spider well, I guess feet. there's spider animals too, but um, being right, having yeah. that in there. Um, and also the spot was surprisingly terrifying. Uh, he starts out as a quite a kind of comic, comic relief type villain but when he transforms into his kind of like omega form or whatever you want to call it and he he sucks up all the power and gets turns black and he starts like projecting visions of murdering Mm -hmm. miles dad into his brain and stuff like it's like this is scary um and uh and and it was i just thought it was really great it's another solid offering from lord and miller and uh, and uh, I highly, highly enjoyed watching it. I also watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3, um, which uh, even though we were just com- going on and on about people that all they talk about Marvel, um, I've fallen off the Marvel train a little bit lately because it's been fairly steady, mediocre offerings aside from a few things that I really liked, mm-hmm. Loki and Shang-Chi and a couple other stuff. Um, but I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was was um, good, great. I... I I, it was uh, surprisingly funny. Well, not surprisingly funny, but it was still as funny. Uh, and the, it, the, the level of comedy didn't dip. Um, the the focus on Rocket was amazing. Um, uh, there were some really heartfelt moments in it and emotional moments. Yeah. Uh, and the action was fun. I thought I thought it was really good. I, I would say it's probably the second best. It still doesn't beat the first one for me, but the the... The better than the much better than the second one, actually. Yeah, much opinion. better than the second one. And like the ending musical sequence with uh, the Florence and the Machine song was very, I very much enjoyed that. It was, well. uh, you know, what I loved about it. Spoiler here, you can skip ahead a bit if you don't. I love the fact that they ended the story and everybody got to grow and everybody got something nice in their life. Like, I think that that mm-hmm. was. It would it would have been very easy for them to have a character die and have that be the reason why people leave or to try and end on this large, you know, emotional note or have someone sacrifice themselves or do all this, do all this stuff, which in some ways some people do. But uh, to have the end be everybody has grown and some people are leaving to go seek out their own happiness and figure out who they are or or in star lord's case to go back and see his grandfather because he's been running away from earth for so long or you know rocket becoming the leader the captain of the ship and the leader of the guardians like and gamora finding a new you know gamora and peter coming to terms with their weird situation and gamora finding a family who loves her and nebula going out like all of it was just so good and drax the whole you were not a warrior, you were a father. That's what you meant to you were meant to be. It was just excellent. Like I was like, and then they played the Florence Florence and the Machine song, and everybody's saying goodbye and everybody's dancing. And I was like, 
this is emotional. Like this is hella emotional. Uh, and, but in a good way. And I was, I was just very pleased that they were ma- managed to pull it off without having to resort to some kind of like plot device of somebody dying or so or, or cheapening out, which I don't think James Gunn would do, but I don't know if the studio, you know, would, they surprise. So, so it seems like lately they've been making a lot of really bad decisions as to yeah. what they, the direction they want things to go and how they want things to happen. And this felt earnest and, and it felt like it, a, a, you know, a phase phase three movie or whatever. Or yeah, or it was. Yeah. It felt like a closer to the franchise, I guess, to that thing. Cause I think James Gunn is done with Marvel now. So Oh yeah, and who else? No one else is gonna be able to properly do the Guardians properly. Like, I really, like, yeah, I don't know. Because even, because the thing about Guardians Three, even is that it is a good movie, and but if this, if Guardians Three came out like ten years ago at like the height of like Marvel just releasing banger after banger, like people would be like, yeah, it's mid. But since the quality of Marvel movies has declined so much, even like a mid Guardians movie, it's like, oh, thank God, at least this thing has life in it. At least this isn't just like a fucking just the worst toy commercial ever. Like it's just lifeless garbage filled with people that could not care less about it. Like I I still don't like are you like, are you seriously trying to convince me that Z- Chloe Zhao gives a fuck about the Eternals? The the director of Nomadland, the person that's like, yeah, I made this little tiny indie budget thing, so now the next thing I obviously want to do is make a $300 million movie in front of a green screen. Because that's what my skill is. It's like, no, you want to fucking paycheck so now you can do this cash in not fucking have any care in the world of how the movie actually does you're going to take your 10 million dollars you probably made and then you're going to go and make your fucking indie movie sort of rest of your life and enjoy that and whatever good for you but like you never gave a fuck about the product and since you never actually gave a fuck you should have never even done it in the first place and then you saw like James Gunn was given Guardians of the Galaxy. Makes it the best thing to happen in fucking the entire Marvel's universe. Yeah, then kind, of, kind of saves the Marvel universe. Yeah. You know. And, what, and then what do they do? Oh, they go, they fire him, they cancel him, they fucking tarnish his whole name, running through the fucking mud over some jokes. Jokes. And by all means not even bad in the slightest like one of the craziest overreactions i've ever seen like insane out like if you really wanted to get mad about somebody on the guardians of the galaxy how about like the weird shit chris pratt has said about his own children how about you get yeah. upset about that <laughs> okay the fact that he's more or less disowned one of his own children because of their mentally disabled like yeah. that's fucking it's, weird. But it's no, weird. James Gunn, who got his career started making trauma movies, C level horror comedies. The dude that like made shock Slither. comedies, yeah, like shock like, comedy what horror the f- comedies. Fuck. Um, like, 
and yeah, like I just feel like his heart wasn't even in it by the end. And he's just like, fuck you. I'm going to go to DC. DC is going to actually let me cook. They're going to do shit. The first movies he's done, Suicide Squad was fantastic. Apparently, Blue Beetle, which was the first thing that he's producing, is actually apparently good. So, so well, and that's, I don't know. it's yet to be seen. I mean, I have, I have some, <laughs> I'll be interested to see what he does with the DCU. And I think that he's, um, you know, he, he is the kind of person that like should be yeah. making those movies. Now to my, to my contrarian point, a lot of people don't like me when I say this, I don't think Eternals was that bad. I actually thought that it was kind of refreshing and something different. Um, it, what mm-hmm. did it have its flaws? Absolutely. I don't think it's by any means a perfect movie, but the way that people talked about it, like it, it like punched them in the, in in the, in the jaw. Like it, it like spit on their baby. Like people were like, this Mm -hmm. is like the worst thing I've ever seen. And I was like, well, they told you it was going to be different. Uh, you know, and everybody was like, have you seen Hellraiser eight though? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it was, it was, ever seen. it was, it was, uh, 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 you know, I think there was a lot of stuff in there that I actually, I liked it. Now it wasn't, again, it's not like there were, there were, it wasn't the best thing that Marvel's put out in the last little while, but I don't think it yeah. deserved as much like vitriolic hate as, as everybody made it out. All the Marvel people freaked out about because like there was stuff that Marvel's put out aside from that, that has been actual, like, full-blown trash like just i will never watch again yeah like and i'm like this is most of the marvel movies i'll watch again like even the stuff from phase one two and three like i'll I'll watch most of those even even thor the dark world but like you will not pay me to watch black widow again like no that's that i was i hated that now some people love it that's fine but just to say the level of quality is dropped uh, and it's been a fairly consistent one. So I was surprised yeah. when I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy as much as I did. And I hope that that maybe they can right the ship and maybe stop putting out as much and focus on, you know, making one good thing instead of wait, making two mediocre TV shows and a, and a mediocre movie. Maybe just like make one good movie. And yeah, you know, like I, I don't know, but but yeah, also the time, We've, also that's that's played out a little bit too. Like the comic book fatigue is quite real, so I think that spreading things out is a good idea. Although I I'm heartbroken because I want to see the Blade movie with Mia Goth and and uh, and Mahershala, her boy Mahershala. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I'll, I'll wait. You know, if it t- if it means I have to wait another year or something or two years, mm-hmm. I would prefer that and get something good than to you know yeah and i know people probably listening it's like oh you complain about marvel all the time and these big huge hollywood blockbuster movies and you just shit on them the whole time so why do you keep talking about them well because these are the films that are keeping hollywood alive those are the new films that make movies possible it's even though i fucking don't like the same shitty marvel movie being made over and over and over again where the cgi looks the same and every setting looks the same and the enemies look the same those movies need to make money and be successful so that like little indie directors can get money as well i want sean baker to make more movies about weird 
crevices of the porn industry. But he needs $4 million to do that. And the only way he's going to get $4 million is if Transformers makes $800 million and that that producer then has a little extra money to throw to him so that he can make his little weird porn movie and that I and a weird select group of people will watch. Like, that's how it works. It is trickled down. Unfortunately, in the film industry, it is kind of trickled down. And even though I do hate these huge-ass fucking cgi fest i want them to do well because i want the industry to do well and you know i it's like i don't know man it's like it's fucking hypocritical to be like yes marvel movies suck but at the same point you know i don't want marvel studios to lose 300 million dollars all the time because you know, Marvel is a subsidiary of so many things because especially the film industry is so monopolized that it's like three companies that own the, the entire fucking industry. So it's like if one of these companies go down, there are so many smaller independent companies that are going to get fucked over just because that's how it works. It's. It sucks. And also, let's uh, let me let me add to that um, because you kind of uh, did spell it out that you don't want the uh, uh, you know hundred million dollars CGI fest. I actually really fuck with Marvel, um, and I I uh, f- not as much now, but in the first three phases and what they managed to do with the Infinity Saga, I think is is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. And but I, everything and I, since has been yeah. And I, I mean, well, not everything. There's some things that I like. I like Shang-Chi. I liked, uh, you know, Loki. I liked, there were a couple TV shows I liked. and uh, The batting remember. average has gone yeah, it's, down. Oh, yeah, it's gone way down. They're not making but, the playoffs so far, this but that's, fucking phase. That, that's why we haven't, uh, you know, part of the reason why we don't talk about it as much is because uh, there's only a few of those films that, that Otis and I agree on, uh, whereas many of them I'm a lot warmer to. Uh, Otis could care less, which is why we we not necessarily discuss uh, how much we love them. But I mean, never say never. There could be a time where we do talk about some of the really good stuff they've put out, like Thor Ragnarok, which is an incredible mm. film. And, and so there could be an episode where we talk about it. But as of late, Marvel's kind of been in this precarious situation where, uh, you know, yeah. their their content quality has been slipping. Uh, and also their returns have been sw- slipping and they've gone through quite a tumultuous change in ownership back back and forth and back and forth. And people who had major roles had been let go because they wanted to uh, get paid what they were worth. And there's been some real actually mm. behind the scenes, like kind of scummy things that have been happening. And it's kind of their own fault, some of this stuff. Um, well, look, what's the dude? What is it? Fucking Bob Iger is the one that was basically saying, oh, yeah, we're just going to keep the strike going until these people start losing their houses. That's what he said. Yeah. One of, I'm pretty sure it was him that said it. Maybe. So I don't mind was, necessarily going on a little bit of a tangent, smashing, yeah. smashing on it. But I wanted to be clear. So maybe with that context, yeah. Actually, I do hope every Disney project fails because they're openly being scumbags fucking over actors and writers. Which, yes. without your but actors I mean, or writers, there's you more. wouldn't have your shit. But I, you know, I have, an, I have an article that I will send you. Actually, that's really interesting. It's somebody. It's an op-ed somebody did about um, uh, uh, about all the things that have been happening at Marvel, kind of 
since the start of the pandemic and why things have been following falling the way they are. And there have been some people who were in uh, who who helped make the Infinity Saga what it was, who have been stonewalled or or refused raises or refused uh, or, or have been their their place in the company have been reshuffled and and uh, um, and some of it nefariously. And so it's, you know, it is kind of their own fault. It's not just the fault of the the filmmakers or the actors or the people that are involved. And also the fact that they wanted to turn up the amount of stuff that was put out. They, they ramped up the amount of production to double or triple what they were doing before. And you can't sustain that on a high level with the level of CGI and costume design and fit. Like these films take higher tens, like, probably throughout the whole system of what they do it's probably like tens of thousands of people um and and it's huge and if you have multiple of those going on a year that's huge it's a lot of work it's a lot of stress and then you add three four tv shows that you want to put out that year as well and and one shots and all these other things and now all of a sudden you're the the number of people in the pool that can work for you is so small and people are getting overworked and all these, it's just, there's a lot of things that went on that I think contributed to what's been happening. And, um, and also the stuff that Bob Iger said and everything, it's like, yuck, man, like that sucks. But yeah, I, with that I really being do said, hope Ron Perlman goes and just beats the shit out of it. <laughs> that video is so sick. Um, Dude, Ron Perlman is actually just like one of the sickest dudes ever. Cause a couple months back or a couple years back, he also put out a video like targeted at apple because apple since they switched over to like apple music like it they there was something where somehow people lost like all their ripped music that they had in their like itunes library or something so he was pissed because he's like fuck you apple you're making me buy all my fucking music again i'm gonna come and beat the shit out of you steve (laughs) cook i'm gonna put you in a fucking show called you piece of shit bob Iger. You're not paying people, Bob Iger. You're fucking scumbag. I'm a fucking giant from New York. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Um, I, I didn't realize it. I could do a Ron Perlman until just right now. I love it. Um, yeah, yeah, no, but I definitely did enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, notwithstanding, or Bob Iger's comments notwithstanding, I think I can get wrecked. Um, but yeah. I, But I'm glad that they were able to end it in such a good way. I also really did enjoy across the spider-verse haven't really been playing anything because i've been super busy uh and music i feel we'll probably talk about i mean we're we're going on a little bit long here but are there any movies that you want to uh mention or shout out or discuss um uh uh, before we wind things down for the day Uh, did i have anything to actually talk about uh oh have you seen the movie and kind of because we talked about it, talked about Soderbergh vaguely last week. Have you seen one of his more recent ones called No Sudden Move? No, but it's on it's on Crave and it's got yeah. Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro, right? Yeah, yeah. And like a bunch of random other people show up in it, too. I, I randomly just decided to watch it one day, like last week and uh, really good, really fucking good. And, like, you know how last week we were talking about how, like, Soderbergh's so good at just sort of doing... It's not big or over the top, but it's always tense. Yeah. Even, like, scenes that 
are just dudes having regular con- everything's tense everything's very this movie is that to a t and it's obviously it's soderbergh so it's obvious it's stylish as well like for some reason it's shot with like a fisheye lens it's really weird but it's really fucking good huh and uh well i'll definitely yeah, check that out because that's been on my list um i guess would next week we're going to uh attempt to do a watch along for something uh or, Ooh, yeah, or some other do. such uh cool thing because we'll be together at the cottage um so it'll be a, a different type of episode maybe or maybe it'll be a normal episode but we'll just be together at the cottage i don't know um but we might try and do a watch along or do something different um I am going to drop some music. Uh, I think probably on the weekend of the second for my birthday, I'm going to drop two new anxiety weekend songs. Um, I haven't, uh, uh, obviously with all the stuff that's been going on, I've been focusing my, on being present and taking care of my health and everything. So I haven't, uh, uh, gone back and tried to face the finishing of mixing of the, palm reader stuff or or the working on the anxiety weekend album. I just let myself be uh, kind of let music be my, my therapy. And I, I kind of wrote some stuff that's about what's been going on and the way I feel and, and the changes in my life. And, uh, and I just feel like on my birthday, that would be an appropriate thing to share. Of course, I will go back as things get more and more uh, kind of under control and good. And, you know, we, things get become normal. It feels normal. I'll go back and, the palm reader stuff will come out and the anxiety weekend album is, is also almost finished. So there will be music. Um, but for now I'm just going to bless y'all with these two new songs that I wrote. And, uh, I hope that you'll check them out. Uh, one of them's called, I, I, one of them's called, uh, uh, Oh my goodness. Now I'm another hard reset. And then the other one is called the existentialist. Uh, so those two songs will come out probably around September 2nd, maybe a bit earlier, maybe a bit later. Um, and uh, I hope you'll check them out. I feel like I've kind of leveled up a bit as a songwriter and uh, and a musician. So I'm, I'm excited for people to hear these new songs. Um, and, uh, and then I, and that's okay. it for me. I don't know. Do you have anything you wanted to shout out the comedy show or anything? Yeah. 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 Uh, so as I mentioned last week, uh, in September, every Sunday in September, I'm, I'm hosting a live comedy show at dive bar in Waterloo, right on King street, right on King and Bridgeport, right next to pub on King. If you've been to Waterloo, if you're a fucking drunk, degenerate piece of shit like me, you've probably been there. You've probably been kicked out of there. You've probably been thrown into the streets by a fucking bouncer who knows or maybe you're just a good boy and you've just been there or whatever so first day that we're doing it september 3rd 9 p.m it's a free comedy show come on out and hell if you're listening here you're gonna get a little treat i'm gonna tell you what the lineup is for that show right now so you got me hosting it i'm gonna be popping in and out saying some stuff in between keeping the vibe good making sure everyone's having a good time letting people know what drinks they should be drinking what they should be dancing to after the show whatever you know just keeping the vibes right but that night we're gonna have uh two of my local favorites and also these two run fever dream comedy we got Lindsay enders b renee grew then we got from guelph eric pillwine and then from hamilton we got becca bins 
uh, from Toronto. We got Jeff Hobbs. And then also from Guelph, also runs a bunch of great shows out there. We got Jason Dogleash. And then we might have some drop-ins. Some other funny people might be coming in. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be just a showcase of just some, uh, in this case, just a lot of my favorites and some of my friends, some local favorites. And, uh, yeah. Uh, come on out enjoy that and it'll be a good time and if september goes well like i said if it goes well it'll we'll come back in october and do it again and so. you know uh i will be there for the for the inaugural show it will be the day after my birthday so if you want to come out say happy birthday and hang out with otis and i uh and, uh, and you're one of our friends in the region please do come out supporting local musicians comedians artists uh venues all that stuff is really important um and you know i haven't really been able to do that as much as i'd like throughout this past few years because of the restrictions in my life but those are kind of easing up a little bit now and uh you know we may even have some things cooking for for shows and stuff for the fall so you know once uh i think once we come to uh you know mid-september or, or october there will be a lot more to share and i'll i'll definitely get the palm reader music out before i do any shows any performances or anything like that because uh you know you can listen to the two singles quote unquote they've been you know a bit worked on since then but you can listen to the singles that i released um the single versions of the song on our soundcloud um and uh, yeah keep your eye out for um two singles the anxiety weekend songs um yeah we kind of just like griped and groaned a lot of this episode i feel like i feel like we had like a it was like a good energy but but we were also like pissed i don't know why <laughs> i think i came um, in i think you, I, I came in a little hot i i, I yeah you, it's odd that you came in a little hot about people on social media because it's usually me coming in but i've like actively have been off social media well, like kind I, of, except for today, trying to figure out how to create Facebook ads, which is fucking so annoying. Because I was trying to create an Instagram ad, but then I have to connect it to Facebook, and I hate using Facebook, and I just don't know if I'm going to be able to run ads for the show now. So it's annoying. I don't know. Well, I can help you with that when we go to the cottage. Please do. Please. Um, and uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. I guess it's the same for me. I've been kind of off it, but this week I've been returning to work at one of my various jobs. And uh, and a lot of that is spent uh, between my lessons with uh, with students looking at yeah. uh, browsing on the internet. And I've been on the online a little bit more. And I guess today I just hit a tipping point where I was like, this, this shit is whack. Uh, and okay. I wanted to talk about it, but you know, like, like Otis said, a quarterly uh, commentary, uh, bizarro bird world, uh, that we live in. And there's a lot more bizarre yeah. stuff we could have talked about. We barely even talked about the climate. Uh, and one of our, one of our provinces and territories is on fire right now. Oh, like not what, even... You mean the ongoing climate breakdown and ecocide that we're just experiencing that we're just normal with now. Yeah. Like we're, we just constantly hit like new heat like record highs and we're just like yeah okay cool yeah it's like yeah we just hit the hottest day ever in july ever and we're like yeah yeah, yeah we still gotta go to work right. still gotta pay bills <laughs> yeah i i still don't have a living wage so yeah fuck it who cares but you know what 
all of that will be put on hold as we go to the cottage for a week to get away. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and we'll have a fun episode for you next week. And, and, you know, let us know, let us know in the, you know, send us a message on uh, Instagram or, or send us a, a you know, an email or, or, t- or fill out the Spotify form below. And always remember to give us a like and subscription on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. Uh, and uh, sorry if this was this episode a bummer or was it funny? I don't know. I I, I honestly I, I feel like it might have been insightful. Solid combination of both. Yeah, and, I think yeah, and I, maybe insightful at times. I think I think it was a little bit of everything, which is I think this is kind of like a best of episode. This is like kind of the best of all of our previous rants and raves. Uh, kind yeah. of brought forth in perhaps our most concise, cohesive and concise, cohesive, and, yeah, and and. and and uh and you know coherent um but but yeah i don't know i don't know about that one but anyway you know what let us know like do you agree do you think social media is 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 getting out of hand do you think it's it's a uh like i said it's up to the individual or do you think that this is a systemic problem you know are you yourself someone who's realizing how many parasocial relationships you have do you miss back when Facebook had no ads and you could just connect with your friends and see pictures of what they're doing. And it wasn't like the zoo that it was now filled with people yeah. screaming about, you know, political parties and shit. I don't know. Yeah. I, I miss that. I miss when yeah. social media was actually social. Um, yeah. Instead of arguing with a guy named Greg on a New York times article that neither of you actually read. So that's, that's, another, that. that's another thing people do is that they just look at the type, like the, the article title or like the 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 link mm-hmm. name or whatever and then start arguing about it like people don't even read what's in the actual article yeah it's well that's mental. the thing that's mental. that's that's well here's the ironic thing is that's what that whole new bill is about that's being passed in canada that's why news sites can't actually be shared but the funny thing is seeing people sharing only headlines about the bill and not actually understanding why is because you sharing news sites on facebook where facebook is then profiting from the advertisers and then the news site is isn't making any ad revenue and that's why Canadian news is fucking dead. The CBC is dead. It's all dead. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe we shouldn't have centralized news and media like that. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about, man. This is the end of the episode, and I just cracked over a whole new can of yeah, worms. That's God a whole. That's it. a whole other conversation. But you know what? <laughs> I think. But I and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate on it because there's. It's. Again, it's another example of people who know very little about a lot of yeah. things chiming in about stuff that they they don't understand the specificity or the complexity of stuff, which is like 95% of these interactions that we're talking about is people right. just screaming about like about how they're right and how the other thing is like it goes back to talking about the whole comic book and Marvel stuff and all the like fans and stands and how crazy and like, it's okay to just be like, I like something and then like let yeah. other people talk, you know, like yeah. it's, I don't know Ugh, this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, why can't I view news on Facebook? I don't know. Go get a Toronto star. Have you bought a you newspaper or looked like, at a newspaper's yeah. website ever? Yeah. When's the last time you've actually looked at a Cambridge times? Never. Like when, or or even gone to like the Toronto Star website, or like yeah. looked at them on your Apple News. Like never, yeah. you just see something yeah. on Facebook and argue about it. So yeah, you know what? Sit on it and spin, buddy. 
Um, yeah. That's pretty right. much it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess Anyways. we'll be back with something different next week. You can follow me yeah. at P-A-L-M-R-E-A-D-R on Instagram. All my other socials don't really exist anymore. Uh, and uh, where can they find you? Yeah, just Instagram as well. Uh, Otis Morris, dude. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be posting some like cool little animated promos for the show. So nice. Keep an eye open for uh, and the other thing that I wanted to say is that if you're listening to this and you're one of the homies and you haven't reached out to me in a while, we were just talking about how, you know, we spend our lives looking at each other's feeds on, on Instagram or we, Facebook or wherever people look. I want you to hit me up, man. If you're yeah. wondering how I've been doing and you think about me, I cross your mind. Hit me up. I'm always around. You got my phone number. You got my Instagram. Or if you're somebody who would like to be a friend, hit me up, man. I want, I don't, I don't, you know, I think this whole like watching life through a window shit is, is busted. So if you want to get out of that seat and get out of the, get out of the, whatever cubicle you're in of life and do something different yeah. and make a real connection. I'm here. I've always been here. Yeah, I'm everybody's big homie. <laughs> Absolutely. So homies shout out your homies and lift up your sh- homies yes that Hell was yeah. a, that was amazing yes how I did know. you how did you do that it turns out that there's a soundboard built in the discord now yo yeah uh, that was incredible i honestly that would have been incredible to end on but uh but i had to say <laughs> something all right yeah homies lift up the homies hit up the homies Spend time with the homies, spread some love and and go out and touch grass. And uh, we'll see you next week as we report live from the cottage. Uh, Yeah. Initiate the protocol. Peace. Peace.